Welcome to the Nashville Vineyard Podcast. For more information, please check us out at www.nashvillevineyard.org. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have a great day. sermon in Acts and our series and we're in chapter 20 and we're saying this whole time that Acts is a uh, field guide for us not just a, a history book and we're, we're reading the chapters and we're, we're asking the Holy Spirit to to speak to us from these chapters and so this week will be no different as we're diving into Acts 20 a lot happens in chapter 20 I hope you're reading it I hope I hope you're following along. I hope that you're uh, spending time in the Word as we go through this time uh, together here at home. But we're we're in Acts chapter 20, and this is an interesting chapter. Paul is turning his face, basically, towards Jerusalem. It's kind of a shadow and an echo of what Jesus did as well when he turned his face towards Jerusalem and began the trek that he knew would lead him, essentially, to captivity and to the cross. And so it is actually, as we see here in this chapter with Paul, Paul is turning his face towards Jerusalem, knowing full well what lays ahead of him. He doesn't know exactly what it's going to look like, but he knows it involves chains. He knows it involves imprisonment. And in, in his own way, it's his own trip to the cross. And as as I was reading this and really asking the Lord, what, what do you want to say during this time, what is it that you're you're wanting to speak to us? That's how we do everything uh, here at, at, at the Vineyard, is we say, Lord, we, we don't want to say anything you're not saying. We don't want to do anything you're not doing. So the question was, what what do you have for us this, this week? And as I was reading, there was a particular verse that just sort of leapt uh, out to me as I was reading this. And it's in verse 22, and Paul is... He's he sailed on the outskirts of Ephesus, and he's called the elders of Ephesus to him, and it's it's his close friends, and he's gathered around. This is an incredible speech that he gives to to the leaders there, and 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 they're they're actually not wanting him to go because everyone is sensing, you know, by the Holy Spirit, that they're probably never going to see him again. They're not exactly sure what that's going to mean, but they they feel like they're really never going to see their friend, their mentor, their pastor, their brother, Paul, again. This is incredible time uh, that we get to read in, and it's just so interesting to peer through the, the pages of history and to see this scene that Luke so eloquently spells out for us here in, in the book of Acts in, in chapter 20. But what really leapt off the page to me and what I felt like the Holy Spirit was sort of leaning on and, and what he wanted us to, to sort of bring out this week, so to speak, was something that he says uh, in verse 22. He's going through this whole dialogue uh, of everything that, that he's taught them, all the things that they're going to go through. This is, again, Ephesus, right? So he's, you know, this is the, the book of Ephesians, and, and it's, a, it's a beloved, incredible, uh, growing, wonderful, rich church and group of people that he's with, and as he's giving them his his sort of last goodbyes, he comes to to this thought, and and he says something, and I feel like 
with his face turned towards the cross, uh, for his cross, going to Jerusalem, eventually to Rome, uh, eventually to, to his death. And, and he's sensing in his spirit that this is, this is going to lead to the end. He says this in verse 22. He says, And see now I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. Let's pray. Lord, we, we invite you. We invite you here in this space, in, in, in our homes, in our living rooms, in our bedrooms, wherever, wherever we're listening to this, in our cars. We just invite you in this space to be Lord of our lives. We, we give up control. We say, Jesus, you are in charge of this time. You're in charge of our lives, but you're in charge especially of this time. Would you have your way today? Holy Spirit, would you, would you come in, in greater power, in greater measure, in greater authority? Would you begin to fill us with your Spirit? Would you anoint us with your Holy Spirit? Would you give us ears to hear and hearts to receive what it is you have for us today? And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we have Paul. And Paul is, is going towards Jerusalem. His, his eyes are fixed, just like Jesus. His eyes were fixed on Jerusalem. His face was turned towards Jerusalem. They're, they're beginning to walk towards Jerusalem. And as they're moving this way, Paul says something that I believe echoes really what the Lord is wanting to say to us right now. And he says this in verse 22. He says, uh, I go bound by the Spirit to Jerusalem. And this is what really jumped out at me. And he says this not knowing the things that will happen to me there. I want to talk today, just a minute, about the idea of being comfortable in the uncomfortable, being comfortable with the unknown. We're not good at that. We're not good at, at being okay and at peace and at rest even with unknown circumstances coming at us. It's just not a specialty of ours as people, as humans, as Westerners, as Americans. We're not good at not having all the answers, or at least thinking we don't have all the answers. And this, this concept of, of going somewhere without an idea of why or how or really even what, but understanding that the Lord is driving us somewhere without, without a proper uh, definition of what that actually means, we don't do well with that. And I, I just felt the Lord say, I want you to talk about being a people that are comfortable in the unknown. I want us to begin to, to, to dialogue with the Holy Spirit about, about these things in our lives, these, these moments in our lives that, that, that flood our faces, that flood everything inside of us, that, that bring up these memories, that, that bring up all of these tribulations and trials. And, and, and we're moving into them and we just don't know what that means. You know, everyone wants to know exactly what's going to happen, especially right now. Everyone needs to have it down. Every, everyone needs to have an idea of, of how is this going to work out and what does this mean and why is the data changing and all of this sort of things. And really, it's, it's this grasp for being in control. We need to know because if we don't know, it's a recognition. It's an acceptance. It's an acquiescing into the idea that we're not really in control. And as citizens of the kingdom, we should be poised for such a time as this. 
as citizens of the kingdom of God, we should be accustomed to, we should be familiar with, we should be comfortable, almost at home in, in the unknown. Because you, you got to understand that to have faith, you have to have risk. And to have risk means that you have to step into a place that you know not what you're doing. And the Lord is wanting us, I believe, to begin to develop a tolerance, but even more than a tolerance, it's almost like a calling and a love to be comfortable in the unknown. Here we have Paul, and he was comfortable. He, he was driven. He, he, was, he, was, he couldn't be persuaded. He even had prophets come up and say, look, if you do this, bad things are going to happen. And he said, I know. But because of his relationship with Jesus, he was well aware that he wasn't in control. And so what he knew is that Jesus, he says that, that uh, the Spirit is testifying within him. He's, he's compelling within him. And so he knows that if he follows the Spirit, that that's where his home is. Not in this place of comfort, not in this place of unknown. Paul was aware that our homes are with Jesus which means that we have the ability to be at peace in the midst of unknown. It means that we're, we're, we're able to be at home when we're not at home. This is what a citizen of the kingdom is like. And all throughout the scriptures, all throughout the scriptures, we see over and over and over again, God's call into moving into the unknown. We, we see it with, with Abraham. He tells him to go. Pack up your stuff and go. I'll tell you a place. He, he, he doesn't tell him where. He doesn't tell him how it's going to work out. He says, I've got somewhere for you to go. I need you to start going. And we would immediately reply, cool, where are we going? But God isn't concerned with that. He's, he says, I want you to go. It's where and how and why? Those are God's things. We're supposed to just go because God is our home and so if we're following God, if we're following his spirit, then, then what we're actually doing is we're participating in the only known that we know. See, the only thing that you can put your faith in, the only thing that you can put your trust in, the only thing that you can put your comfort in is the fact that God is good. And, and, he, and he, wants to, he wants to father you. He wants, he wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. But he also wants you to obey him. He wants to, to, to actually understand that he is God and you are not. That's part of the deal. When, when, you, when you interact with a holy, uh, unbelievable, nothing like him God, sort of in the middle of that, you have to have the recognition that you aren't all those things. Which means then, if you break it apart, that where he is calling you into is actually a much better place because he's God and he knows we don't. So Abraham, he says to go. Moses, he says to go. He says, go, go into Egypt and, 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 and free and liberate these millions of people. How am I going to do this? Well, I'll tell you. We'll figure it out. I got an idea. And Moses is just supposed to go. We see it with Noah, right? Build an ark. What's an ark? It's like a big boat. What's that? Just start. This is, this is how it works. And, and he's pressing us into this idea. And he's teaching us. And he's molding us. And he's shaping us to, to be a people that are comfortable in the unknown. Comfortable in the risk. Comfortable in the faith. You see, listen, if you know exactly what the Lord is leading you into, there's very little faith that's involved. 
I've heard a lot of people say, listen, I don't do anything without a word from God, without a clear, precise word from God that's confirmed. I'm like, I get that. That sounds wonderful. But honestly, most of the time, he doesn't give that. He, he just says to go, to do something, to step out, to take a risk. And, and he meets us in that spot because actually that's where he already is and we're meeting him. And so I, as I was praying into this and, and, you know, why are you telling us this, Lord? Like, what, what is it? Why are you wanting to bring this up? Here's what I really felt like he was pressing in on. This is what I felt like the Lord was saying to us. That during this time, there are people here that are listening to this that he has been calling. He's, he's been bringing up uh, different ideas and, and different, maybe crazy dreams and crazy thoughts and, and crazy ideas and crazy calls. And, and you've been feeling a stirring in your spirit. You've been feeling a, a restlessness. Uh, and, and you've been thinking that it's this, this virus. You've been thinking that it's this unknown. But what it really is, is it's this holy discontent that the Lord is building up inside of you. And there are things that he's calling you into at this point right now that, that are going to mean that you're going to have to take some very big risks. You're, you're going to have to move into a place where he's your comfort, not the things that you find comfort in. Because you're, you're going to probably be called away from a lot of the things in your life right now that you hang your hat on as these are where I find safety and these are where I find comfort. I mean, just look at Paul. Paul is around these people at the end of the chapter. They're all weeping and wailing. And there is this deep community, this deep love, this, this incredible bond that has happened between them. Ephesus, the church at Ephesus was one of maybe the largest church that ever existed. It was an incredible move of God that was taking place. And here's Paul. He's leaving all of this. Not only is he leaving all of this, but he's leaving it all to go and, and to die to give up his life, to give up his call. His face is turned towards Jerusalem. And I felt like I heard the Lord say that there are people that are listening to this, that their their faces have been pointed towards Jerusalem, and they're, they're feeling this call to go. They're feeling this urge uh, to, to do something. It could be to start a business. It could be to sell a business. It could, it could be to, to start a ministry. It could be to, to walk across the street. It could be to walk halfway across the world. I don't know what it is, but there's something that you feel the Lord moving you into. He's calling you into it. And, and you know it when you're quiet. You know it when you're alone. And, and because of that, your face has been turned towards this Jerusalem, so to speak. And, and and you want, you, you want your face to do that, but you also are battling this idea that you have to know. You have to know how this is going to work out. You have to know why this is going to happen. You have to know what it means. But I, I feel like the word of the Lord today is to say that you're, you're probably not going to get that. And listen, it's really the kindness of God. If you knew everything that was going to be involved in what he's calling you into, there's a good chance you would say no thanks. Because you, you can bet that ahead of you are trials and tribulations and maybe even chains. That's a happy word today, isn't it? Happy Memorial Day. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. Maybe you're listening to this on the lake. But listen, he, he's calling you to something. And what he's calling you to, what he's moving you into, is something so much more and other and bigger and different than the things that you know now. You, you don't even have a grid for where he's moving you to, but the Lord is calling you and he is moving you. 
I don't know if it's geographic. I, I don't know. I think for there's there's a lot of different people that the Lord is stirring something in a lot of different ways. And and I just kept hearing over and over, what do you want to say? And, and what he what he had me say is that he he wants us to become familiar, to become comfortable with the uncomfortableness of the unknown. It's the mysteries of God. It's the mysteries of God that are going to propel us into this next season. And listen. The things that he's telling you to do are going to seem bigger than you. They're, they're going to seem uh, too crazy, too dangerous. They're, they're going to seem uh, reckless. Do I really need to do that? Do I really need to go there? These are questions right now you're, you're just you're wrestling with. And the Lord is saying, just go. You do what I tell you. See... He doesn't want our sacrifice, right? He, he wants our obedience. And he's, he's calling us to, to be a people that, that obey him. And, and obeying God typically means being comfortable in the unknown. Because when he gives us a command, it doesn't always make sense to us. His ways, you understand, are not our ways. They're higher than our ways. Right? And so as the Lord is moving us into this, he's arranging things. Like he's... He's shifting all kinds of pieces all over the board right now. And this is a time that he's positioning his church, not just us, but the capital C church. And he's positioning his church to move into this new season that he's calling us into. But, but to position us, you understand, we, we have to move. We, we, have to, we have to shift. We have to pivot. We have to, we have to go where he's leading us. And, and that means that you have to do that. And you have to do that when he's telling you to do that. And that means that that's probably going to look like you moving into a place of a lot of unknown. I, I often tell people a lot of times, the longer I sit with Jesus, I remember when I first came, when I first came into the kingdom, and I, I really began to, to give my heart and to give my life to Jesus. I, I remember that feeling of wanting to have all of the answers. Like, well, you know, how, how, how many years ago uh, did God create the earth? How, how many, you know, how does this actually work? And, and, and what happens when you do this? And, and, and I needed to know, I needed to know all these answers. And really the reason I needed to know all the answers was because I didn't have a relationship where I really trusted God. I mean, I, I knew that I, I loved him and I needed to be with him and I needed to be saved. And, you know, I, I recognized that he was good and he was Lord, but I didn't have that that time on the water, so to speak, to, to develop a trust uh, in God. And what I've learned is that the more that I, I sit with Jesus, the more that I spend time with his word and with his spirit and his presence and even with his people, uh, the more I, I understand that there's so much that I don't know. There's so much mystery because he's God. And we're not going to know everything why all of this stuff happens. We're, we're not going to know that. I feel specifically right now there are people who've experienced loss, they've experienced pain, and, and you want to have answers for that. I, I get that. That's not, that's not a bad thing. I, I understand. But unfortunately, we're not going to always have the answers. The, the Lord is, is, is gracious to us, and, and he leads us uh, to to a place where then we can be prepared uh, for some answers. But in the moment, you may not have all the answers. And see, what, 
what maturity and what a relationship with the Lord looks like over years, over time, or, or, over experiences with him is that we begin to trust him, which means that we begin to open up our hearts and our minds really to this idea that we're never really going to have all the answers. We're never going to have it figured out. We're never going to really arrive. I mean, Paul talks about it as like, I hope I can finish the race. I mean, so picture that you're, you're in this race and, and you're running 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 and then it's done. There's really not a coast into the finish line in that metaphor. And so that's kind of a picture for our lives. He's leading us into a place. And our job is to follow. As a disciple of Jesus, as a follower of Jesus, we're to follow. And oftentimes it means into the unknown. And, and, and this is just the way of the kingdom. And if we're not prepared for it, we're going to balk. You know, if we're, not, if we're not prepared for a life of the unknown, a life of risk, a life of, of wonder, a life of, of faith, we're, we're going to balk at what he's moving us into. We're going to stop and, and check it because it's just going to feel unnatural. And the, and the, and the real thing is, is that it is very unnatural. You understand, nobody's in control. Nobody. Nobody has control of how this is all going to play out. You don't have control of how you're born. You don't have control of, of all of the different things that happen in your life. Nobody really is in control. Only God. And so when they come to a place where you begin to trust him, you begin to open yourself up to wonder. You see, God tells Moses that, that he needs to go into this giant ocean and he's going to part the ocean in, in front of him. And he's going to, to lead the people of Israel through this parted ocean. And then apparently he's going to have it come back down, I guess, on, uh, on Pharaoh and all of the army chasing him. And we have, a, we have kind of a bad picture of it in our mind because we think he just went like this and it just happened. But what, what the scriptures actually say is that Moses had to begin to walk into the water and like to his ankles and, and then maybe to his knees and he's sitting there and the, the hooves and the sounds of the enemy, the, the sounds of the past, the sounds of slavery, the sounds of all of that sort of stuff are echoing in his ears and his knees are wet and there's nothing happening. And then all of a sudden, when he gets a little deeper, the Lord begins to, to part the waters. And that's a lot of the times how it works for us. You're going to have to get your feet wet if you want to part the water. And that's a big risk. And I just sense the Lord saying right now that it's time to risk big. It's time to get your feet wet. It's time to do those things that you've been feeling. It's the Lord's spirit on that. He's breathing on that. He wants to position us, position you. And you're not going to understand it. You're not going to know exactly how it's going to work out. And that's kind of the deal. And just like Paul, we move with our face squarely towards the cross, right? Towards Jerusalem, just like Jesus, our Savior. Our face turned towards the cross. We begin to march. We begin to move because Jesus is the goal. He's our home. This is not our home. And, and the Lord is saying, will you learn to be comfortable with me? Will you learn to be at home with me? And if you're at home with him, then you're never alone. 
You're never far. You're never outside of your bounds. You're comfortable. And you learn to use this, this, this unknown experience as a tell, where when you start to see the unknown, it begins to excite you because you see that there's, there's waters to be parted here. And you'll begin to step into those. So I don't, I don't know exactly what that means for you. I don't know, uh, I don't know who exactly this is for. I, I think it's for so many of us. I know it's for me. But the Lord is positioning you. Even right now, things are coming to your mind. Even right now, you're 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 being reminded of different ideas of different things you even said with your mouth that you never even meant to say. If, what if, what if we, sh we should just do this, or I should just do this, or what if we just did this? He's bringing those things to your mind. And he's saying, yeah, it's time. So I'm gonna pray for you. And, uh, and then we're gonna close. And listen, if you wanna talk about this, um, I would love to talk to you about it. We, we, have, uh, we have a lot of different ways that you can do that. Uh, we have, we have a, a forum on our website uh, called uh, Talk to a Pastor. And you can you can fill that form in and and send it uh, send it off and we'll get with you. I mean, this is going to take a team effort here because I feel like there's some of us, man. The Lord's told you to do some pretty wild stuff, and, and you're going to need to talk that through. So shoot us an email at info at nashvillevineyard.org and give me a phone call, shoot me a text. This is going to apply to a lot of folks, and it's going to mean that we're going to need to to talk through how how this is going to work. Uh, for you and we're going to pray with you and we're going to hear the Lord with you and we're going to discern this thing with you and and um, and we'll be there with you that's what the church's job is for I mean this is what we see with Paul as he's standing on the shore there all of the people gathered around him we're going to weep with you because some of you are going to go to crazy places and we're going to miss you uh, but it's going to be the will of the Lord we're, we're going to rejoice with some of you as you take that risk and uh, and we're going to pray for all of you as we're moving into this. So so I'm going to pray for you. Uh, feel free to shoot us an email again, info at nashvillevineyard.org if, if you'd like to speak to uh, myself or any of the other pastors on staff about what that means. We also have uh, healing rooms uh, that are, our signups are right below this video on Facebook, um, on our Facebook page. We have new believers classes. This could be the time uh, that the Lord is actually asking you to go into the unknown of being a citizen of the kingdom of God. And let me tell you, there is, there is an incredible thing waiting for you. There is a home waiting for you. And there are people right now, you, you, you haven't made Jesus your Lord, and you've always felt homesick for a place that you've never been. You've always felt a longing for something or someone, and you've never been able to feel at home. You've never been able to feel at rest. You've always felt restless. You've always felt unknown. You've always felt uh, other than. And it's because you weren't meant for this world. You were created to be with him. And so if that's you, we have a new believer sign-up class. And what that is, is I'm going to jump on a Zoom call with you. Uh, me and Matt, Gary, and a couple other pastors, we're, we're going to get with you. And we're just going to start talking about what it means to be a, a citizen of that kingdom. Sign up for that. We hope to see you in, in small groups. We hope to see you through the week. Uh, we're going to be praying for you. And so we, we look forward to hearing what is the Lord doing. If you, if you want to leave a comment of, of what... What do you feel like the Lord is doing? That'd be awesome. And we could we could connect and we can engage in that way and, and begin to, to walk with you and pray with you about that. It's just, it's going to be wonderful that the Lord is positioning us. He's positioning you. But to be positioned, you have to be positioned. You have to move. 
and uh, and so that's that's what the Lord is doing right now. Let's pray, Lord. We just uh, we thank you. We invite you. Um, we we worship you. Uh, we do say yes to whatever it is you're calling us to, before we even know what that means, because we recognize you're in control and we're not. You're God, we're not. You say go, we say sure. We don't say where, we say sure. And so, Lord, right now we say sure. We give you our yes. Our, our whole yes. We give you our whole heart. And we say, we'll go where you where you tell us to go. We will follow you. Lord, would you be with us, Holy Spirit? Would you just rest on us? Would you continue to pour out your spirit on us? Would you continue to lead us and to guide us into all truth, into all of the things that we need to know? And Jesus, would you be glorified in this day? Would you be glorified in our lives? And it's in your wonderful, precious name we pray. Amen. For all upcoming events and more information about the Nashville Vineyard Church, please check us out at www.nashvillevineyard.org. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you have a great day.